An Examination of the Volcanic Ash of Mont Pelet by Albert B. Middleton. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The writer recently had handed to him from a most reliable source, the material having been personally collected on the island of Martinique, West Indies, during a voyage, some of the volcanic ash from Mont Pelet, the eruption of which, it will be remembered, utterly wiped out of existence the adjacent town of Saint-Pierre, with its 30,000 inhabitants. Curious to know whether such a deep-seated disturbance as the one in question had resulted in the expulsion of volcanic material of an unusual nature from a lower depth than ordinary, for this problem of the unexplored inner crust is ever with the geologist, the writer thought that a series of investigations upon this ejected matter produced during one of the most catastrophic convulsions in the history of volcanology might possibly bring to light some out-of-the-way features of composition, and the results of the research are given below. Of course, in undertaking this, it was fully recognized that the material in question had not been collected in such a manner as would yield a representative sample, namely, by selecting small average portions over as large an area as possible, but it must be borne in mind that the ordinary methods of sampling which obtain an analytical work would in any case have proved inadequate in view of the colossal nature of the outburst. Seeing that tons and tons of the impalpable dust were carried into the upper air hundreds of miles away from the scene of the disaster. In this connection, for example, it may be mentioned that dust from Krakatoa was found floating all over the earth for three years after the great eruption. From the commencement it was assumed that the present constitution of the ash might probably vary very considerably from its original composition, as the molten magma is stated by some authorities to be at a temperature of 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit, even at the moment of its expulsion from the crater. And in case there had been an excess of elements in combination, readily volatizable at low temperatures, then those not existing as silicates or in other forms which would persist even at high temperatures would naturally be gasified and would, consequently, not be found in a subsequent analysis. To get some preliminary idea as to the relative proportions of the main constituents, various tests were applied. Flame, blowpipe, and qualitative chemical tests, and spectroscopic and microscopic examinations were also called into requisition, the final results being obtained by quantitative chemical analysis. It speedily became evident from the chemical tests that none but the ordinary metals usually found in such materials were present to any extent. A search for such metals as copper, lead, silver, chromium, bismuth, and others being unsuccessful. A slight trace of manganese was noticed, and a quantitative analysis for nickel and barium, which were originally suspected of being present, proved both these latter elements to be absent. For the spectroscopic examination, a portion of the scoria was dissolved in hydrochloric acid and evaporated to dryness in order to separate the silica. On redissolving, the siliceous residue was filtered off and the resultant chlorides transferred to a Mitscherlich tube, fed therefrom into the flame of a Bunsen burner and examined through an ordinary direct vision instrument. This revealed the alpha lines of calcium, which element was found by separate analysis to be present as calcium oxide to the extent of some 7%. No other indication of any importance was observed by this method, the non-appearance of the alkalis being probably due to the fact 
that the insoluble residue in which these are often in combination was filtered off. Another portion of the ash was examined through a petrological microscope in conjunction with a polariscope under about 150 magnifications. This showed that the great bulk of the material was composed of the unindividualized glassy silicates usually observable in such cases, with an occasional crystal here and there, the brilliant appearance of which, under the cross nickels, indicated them to be quartz. The particles were highly vesicular, some being drawn out into the characteristic tubular form, thus betraying the manner of their origin. No magnetite was noticeable. As commonly found in materials of this nature, the sudden cooling of the magma at the moment of expulsion had prevented anything like a crystalline structure obtaining throughout the mass. A sample of ash from Cotopaxi, collected from Chimborazo, 65 miles distant, by the celebrated mountaineer Wimper, was examined side by side with the above, and presented a very similar appearance, save that the particles were nothing like so vesicular. It appeared increasingly evident, therefore, that the ash was one quite of the ordinary type. The ground having thus been cleared, a quantitative analysis was next undertaken. A portion of the gritty gray dust was triturated, passed through a 90-mesh sieve, and was then ignited in order to normalize it with regard to hygroscopic moisture, and to bring it in line with the conditions obtaining at the moment of expulsion. The analysis was proceeded with as in the case of an ordinary acid refractory material, until the silica was separated, after which the subsequent processes were dealt with as in an iron ore. The results obtained are given in round figures as under silica, silicon oxide, SiO2, 57, alumina, aluminum oxide, Al2, O7, 21, oxide of iron, ferrous oxide, FeO7, lime, calcium oxide, CaO7, magnesia, magnesium oxide, MgO3, alkalis, X sodium oxide, Na2O, Y potassium oxide, K2O, say 5 to balance. It will be seen from this, therefore, that the ash, far from presenting any features of an extraordinary nature, practically corresponds in composition to an ordinary intermediate igneous rock, the ultimate constitution of a typical sample of which is here given for purposes of comparison. Silica, 60, alumina, 15, alkalis, 6, alkaline earths, 10, oxides of iron and manganese, 9. End of an examination of the volcanic ash of Montpellier by Albert B. Middleton. Knowledge, 1909.